Hey, what's up, everyone? Guys, time with the prize is back! Woo! Let's go, baby! Main guy Zach here. We are back for the much anticipated new episode of Guys Time of the Prize. I know it's been a while since we did an episode, but I'm back. I'm back here solo here in Michigan. Crazy Chris, he is settled in his new territory, in his new home, Kansas City, Missouri. And I've seen his uh, <clears throat> stories on Instagram. He's already checking out the breweries everywhere. So that's sick, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Crazy Chris and to his wife, Kaylee. I hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, you guys seem very happy, so that's all that matters at the end. So, yeah, Crazy Chris, shout out to you, buddy. I missed you. Um, we'll definitely need to get an episode going. We'll f have to figure out a way to do a, a remote episode with you. But, yep, yeah, shout out to Crazy Chris. Follow his uh, blog, Chasing Chaley, on Instagram. He posts a lot of stuff on there. But, yep, yeah, he's in Kansas City right now, so shout out to him. Uh, I miss you, buddy. So, yep, I'm Ryan Solo today. Main guy, Zach, the prize. I'm here, and, uh, you know, I just got back from Florida. I was with the family. We went to Walt Disney World. That was an awesome time. And then me and my Uncle Scott, we went to Universal Studios, rode all the roller coasters, roller coasters went to Harry Potter Land. It was amazing, man. It was a great time. It was good to go on vacation and clear my mind a little bit. But we're back in the 586, baby, Macomb Township, Michigan. We are back and uh, back to reality. So here we are. First episode in a long time. Let's get right into it, man. Uh, you know how it goes. We don't we don't fuck around on this uh, podcast. So uh, yeah, let's dump. Right, let's go right into it, man. We got the 2022 NFL Draft live from Las Vegas, Nevada. It was a crazy one. Lots of defensive players taken in the first round. Wide receivers went uh, quickly in the first round as well. First quarterback wasn't picked until the 20th pick from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They selected Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Uh, ironically enough, but yeah, definitely. Quarterback class was kind of weak, in all honesty, this uh, this past draft. But, yeah, just a lot of craziness going on. <clears throat> so, yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars with their number one pick. They uh, selected defensive end from Georgia, Trayvon Walker. So, obviously, that's definitely a key part. That's what they needed. So, yeah, Trayvon Walker, the number one overall pick in the 2002 NFL draft. As uh, a lot of you know, I thought Kayvon Thibodeau would be the number one pick, but you know, here we are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so, um, yeah, Trayvon Walker with Jacksonville Jaguars and then our beloved Detroit Lions. I know I give them a lot of shit. I criticize them. You know, I really do. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I give them a lot of criticism over the years, but with the number two pick, they selected the Michigan boy, Aiden Hutchinson. He's staying home in Michigan in the Great Lakes State, so he's going to be with the Detroit Lions with the number two pick. I think that's a pretty good pick in my opinion. You know, they need defensive end. Uh, they don't really have a star defensive end. Um, for the Lions, you know, I'm checking their roster right now. No names come up. So, yeah, if he can make an immediate impact, that would be, be great. Um, obviously, last year the Lions selected Penny Sewell, the offensive tackle from Oregon. That was a great pick. You know, beef up that offensive line a little bit, so it gives Jared Goff some time to make some plays, uh, create those running rooms for DeAndre Swift. So, but yeah, they went defensive end, and we need an edge rusher. We need a powerful, fast, uh, quick uh, edge rusher like Aiden Hutchinson. I did a little uh, scouting report on him before I left for Michigan. And yeah, he, he's got all the tools, man. He's the vision, you know, he fall, he goes where the ball's going. Uh, he doesn't give up on the play. He plays till the whistle. He's fast. He's quick. He's hard to block, you know, uses his hands a lot. 
just goes after the ball carrier and makes that play. So it's um, it was a very good pick in my opinion. So yeah, congrats to the Detroit Lions. You didn't really screw up the draft, and then the whole draft in general. You know they traded their thirty second pick. Uh, to get the 12th pick in the first round from the Minnesota Vikings. They traded up to get Jamison Williams, wide receiver from Alabama. You know, he was the best wide receiver, in my opinion, uh, last year in college football. Uh, and then, unfortunately, in the championship game, the national championship game against Georgia, he tore his ACL. So that was very unfortunate. But, you know, he looks good now, and, you know, hopefully he can make an immediate impact. He joins a lot of receivers on our roster. You know, we got Amara St. Brown. We got... Quintez Cephas, we got uh, DK, um, no, not DK, we got uh, Chark um, from the Jaguars. So, yeah, we got a good wide receiver core, and he just adds to the depth at that position. So, yeah, Jamison Williams, we've selected him in the 12th round, or not 12th round, excuse me, the 12th pick in the first round. So, that was, uh, and we traded up to get him. So, that was, that was a very good pick. So, yeah, overall, I think the Lions did a good job. You know, with the draft, uh, I'll give him a solid B. That's my grade for him, a solid B uh, for the draft. You know, Aiden Hutchinson was a good pick, uh, training up to get Jameson Williams so he can join that wide receiver core of DJ Chark, as I mentioned before, Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds, we re-signed him. We got Amarase Brown, who had a great season, uh, joined that uh, core wide receiver group. It's, it's, it's unbelievable, you know, and then we got TJ Hawkinson. So that offense looks pretty good, you know, and then obviously the defense hopefully – you know, our linebackers can step up to the plate and then our defensive ends as well, along with Aiden Hutchinson. Hopefully he can make an immediate impact on the Lions. But, yeah, Brad Holmes, a lot of people are believing in Brad Holmes. He's done a great job. You know, there's nothing I can criticize uh, him about what he's done so far with the Detroit Lions. He wants change. You know, he's with the uh, Los Angeles Rams, you know, St. Louis Rams, but St. Uh, Los Angeles Rams for so long. He was uh, a scouting expert, and he was the director of pro scouting or, uh, with them for for like eight years before he came here to become the general manager of the Detroit Lions. So he's done, he's done some good things so far, but, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up. It is the Lions. It is early. Uh, but, yeah, the draft for them, I give them a solid B, man. They did a great job, you know, getting Aiden Hutchinson, um, we need that elite pass rusher to creep pressure on the opposing quarterback. So that was a good pick. And then we traded up to get Jamison Williams, stud wide receiver from the Alabama Crimson Tide. Like I said, he was the best wide receiver in college football last year. And, and then he tore his ACL, unfortunately, in the championship game. So hopefully he'll be ready to go. But, yeah, line's looking pretty good. So, yeah, I give him a solid B uh, with that. And then um, in the second round, they selected Josh Pascal. He was a defensive end from – uh, Kentucky, watch a little bit of highlights on him. He looks pretty good as well. So we got two good defensive ends there. But, yeah, Lions, you know, shockingly enough, they did pretty good. So, yeah, I know you guys are probably talking about how good they did and everything, but, <clears throat> you know, you got to produce on the field. And, obviously, you know, we've, we've selected some great players over the years. And, you know, obviously we weren't able to produce, you know, win games, you know, go to playoffs, win playoff games. You know, it's been a long time since the Detroit Lions won a playoff game, 30 years to be exact. So it's uh, it's, it's pretty messy, but um, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty fucked up. But it is what it is. Hopefully the Lions can change things around this season, uh, but we will have to see what happens with that. Um, but, yeah, solid B for the Lions. 
Um, but yeah, I was gonna say let's check out the rest of the draft. So yeah, Aiden Hutchinson went second, and Derek Stinley Jr., defensive back from LSU, went to the Texans. Uh, you got Sauce Garner, stud uh, defensive back from Cincinnati, went to the Jets. Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, I thought he was going to go number one. He actually dropped down to number five. He's going, he's uh, he's going to the Giants. Edge rusher from uh, the Giants. Evan Neal, offensive tackle, went to the Giants as well. Drake Landon, the first wide receiver taken with the eighth pick. Uh, the, he went to the Atlanta Falcons. You got that. And then Garrett Wilson, Ohio State wide receiver. He went to the Jets. And then Chris Olave, another uh, Ohio State wide receiver, went to the Saints. And then, as I mentioned, the Lions traded up uh, to the number 12 spot to get Chamberson Williams, another wide receiver from Alabama. So, yeah, a lot of wide receivers went in the first round. Crazy enough. Uh, Jordan Davis, the def- uh, defensive tackle from Georgia, and went to the Eagles. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, safety. Uh, from Notre Dame went to the Ravens. So, yeah, lots of uh, defensive players, definitely. And then, obviously, we go down to the 20th pick, and Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh is going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, um, the Steelers decided to get a quarterback, and, you know, rightfully so. You know, obviously, Ben Roethlisberger retired, so obviously you got to think about the future. And, obviously, the quarterback position is very, very important in the game of football. So, they got that, and then yeah, just a lot of other names. Uh, Daxton Hill, Michigan boy, uh, with the thirty-first pick, uh, he's going to the Cincinnati Bengals. So yeah, lots of uh, Michigan talent getting drafted. Daxton Hill getting uh, drafted by the Bengals with the thirty-first pick. Obviously, Aiden Hutchinson got drafted second overall by the Lions, uh, and then we go to round two, and. Let's see what we got for round two. Yeah, and this is all on uh, NFL.com for sure. But, yeah, definitely lots of defensive players taken in the first round. Uh, well, lots of wide receivers. It was a crazy draft, man, a crazy night. Lots of trades, too. Uh, the biggest trade uh, that came about was uh, A.J. Brown, former wide receiver of the Tennessee Titans, now going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so, yeah, he got that going on. He signed a four-year, $100 million contract, $57 million to guaranteed. Um, trade uh, Titans traded him for a couple draft picks. Crazy man. I mean, they didn't want to pay their best wide receiver, so he's with the Eagles now, and that can be scary. You know, you got uh, Jalen Hurts, you got Devontae Smith in his second season, and now you got now you got AJ Brown. So that that offense looks uh, pretty nasty, but we'll see what happens. But yep. So the second round, you know, yeah, a couple other big names. Um, you know, Kenneth Walker, Michigan State. So all you Sparties out there. Uh, 41st pick, uh, second round, he went to Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, that's just unfortunate because Seattle just looks uh, pretty bad. I mean, Russell Wilson's gone. You got uh, Drew Locke now as a quarterback. Um, and then Kenneth Walker, uh, assume, uh, assumedly going to be the starting running back there, but who knows. But, yeah, he got drafted by Seattle Seahawks, so you got that. And then he had a great uh, season last year in college football. Really, I think he should have been Heisman uh, running. And I'm a Michigan fan. You guys all know that. But talent is talent. you got to recognize it. And I guess uh, college football didn't recognize what he was able to do just because he had that one bad game against Ohio State. I think it's bullshit, but it is what it is. So, yeah, he went to the Seattle Seahawks. John Mechie, the third, another wide receiver from Alabama. He went to the Houston Texans. David Ojabo, another Michigan boy, defensive end, went to the Baltimore Ravens. Joshua Pascal, as I mentioned, went to the Lions, defensive end from the, uh, from Kentucky. Uh, Hassan Haskins, he went to the Tennessee Titans. 
So yeah, lots of lots of Michigan talent getting drafted, and you know that kind of worries me because you know come you know this upcoming season, you know guys got to fill in the spots. You know we're still trying to figure out who's going to be the quarterback, whether it's going to be Caden McNamara or JJ McCarthy. Either one, I think. I mean JJ McCarthy looks pretty good, um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. And then obviously with the departure of Hassan Haskins, obviously Blake Corum's got to step up, step up to the plate and be that power running back that worked well for us uh, last season and then obviously we lost uh Daxton Hill so defensive players have to step up David Ojabo and Aiden Hutchinson are now gone so we need pass rushers uh it's gonna be hard to replace those two they were the best and then John Ross the third linebacker he he went to the NFL draft as well so um yeah it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a tough one but uh yeah, guys got to step off and on the offensive side as well. You know, Andrew Anthony, uh, freshman last year, um, you know, he had a good season. So we'll see if he can do some good things. Mike Saint, Samer still, another wide receiver. He's got to step up to the play as well. So, yeah, we'll see what how the Michigan Wolverines do. You know, they're the defending Big Ten champions, champions so they got to defend that title. You know, they got to beat Michigan State and Ohio State. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. They got to beat Michigan State or Ohio, and Ohio State. Both teams, and you know they gotta beat all the other teams one week at a time for those guys. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, lots of talent from Michigan getting drafted. Kenneth Walker getting drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall pick um, for the Detroit Lions. But yeah, overall crazy draft, man. Definitely a crazy draft. But yeah, we'll see what happens uh, uh, with the Lions. So yeah, we got that going on and then on top of that speaking still on the uh, draft so I was doing some research before um, I got on got on to do this episode and I saw something on Yahoo Sports uh, it says one only one quarterback was taken in the first two rounds of the NFL draft and it, it was the third time that only happened in the past 30 years so that's crazy you know so one quarterback taken in the first two rounds of the NFL draft, and that was only the third time that it happened in 30 years, which is crazy, crazy, crazy that's even happened. And it's the first, it's the latest, you know, when Kenny Pickett got picked and uh, with uh, by the Pittsburgh Steelers with the 20th pick, it was the latest the uh, first quarterback was taken in the draft since 1997. So, yeah, I was like I said, the quarterback draft was uh, not too good this year. Um, not a lot of big names as we seen over the years a lot of defensive players and wide receivers took over this draft so but yeah crazy enough I just wanted to point that out but yeah we'll see what Kenny Pickett can do for the Pittsburgh Steelers so yeah we got that and then let's jump back to what I was talking about earlier so AJ Brown going to the Philadelphia Eagles uh, crazy enough he signed a four-year hundred million dollar contract uh, so he's getting 25 million a year which is crazy <laughs> but yeah I mean he's a good wide receiver and I think he's you now He's definitely up there with some of the best. I mean, he's not the best, but, I mean, he's he produces. He, he can, you know, make plays. I mean, he didn't have a lot of touchdowns last year, but, you know, I'm sure new area, you know, new city, new team, maybe he can lay it up this year with the Eagles. But he's, he's a good wide receiver. So, yeah, that was crazy that the Titans weren't able to retain him, pay him the money that he wanted. It is what it is, you know, wide receivers getting paid. Obviously, in the offseason, you saw Devontae Adams sign a big contract with the Las Vegas Raiders. You saw Tyree Kill sign a big contract with the Miami Dolphins. You saw um, Stephon Diggs staying put and 
Buffalo signed a big contract. So, yeah, a lot of wide receivers are getting paid uh, this offseason. He wanted that wide receiver money, and the Titans weren't able to give it to him. So it is what it is, man. But I was going to say, um, yep, it wasn't uh, according to this article on uh, sportsillustrate.com. Uh, A.J. Brown wanted $22 million, and the Titans weren't able to uh, um, give him what he wanted. So, it is what it is, and then it says something. If he would stayed in Tennessee, he would have only earned around $4 million in 2022 in his fourth year of his rookie contract. So obviously he wanted a pay raise. Titans were able to give it to him. It is what it is, uh, but now he's with the Eagles. Should be an interesting one. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. So, yeah, A.J. Brown going to the Eagles, man. How you guys feel about that? And, uh, I was going to say lots – Lots of stuff to talk about with that. So, yep, still talking about football. I know, I know, football, football, football. But you know how it is on Guys Time with the Bryce. Uh I love talking about my football. Crazy Chris does as well. I wish he was here because he would have a lot of stuff to say about that. So, uh, but, yep, uh, let's jump into the Detroit Lions. Their schedule this season, you know, they got the three preseason games and then their regular season games they got. They got the schedule. Obviously, uh, times and dates are to be determined. But yep, and the schedule came out, um, and yeah, we got the Washington Commanders. That's our first game at home, uh, and then at Soldier Field, at Dallas, home against the Bears, home against the Packers, home against the Minnesota Vikings. So three straight division matchups at home. Uh, you know, we 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 need to win those games for sure. And then another home game with the Eagles. Another home game with the Buffalo Bills. Another home game with the Dolphins. So, yeah, that's, what, six straight games at home after being on the road for, uh, for week two and week three against the Bears and the Dallas Cowboys. And then we're at home or on the road at Lambeau Field. And then we're at Minneapolis. Then we're at New England. Then we're at MetLife. Then we're at MetLife again for Giants and the Jets. And then we're at Panthers. And then we're home to finish off the season against the Jaguars and Seattle Seahawks. So you're going to see some Trayvon Walker uh, possibly this season, towards the end of the season. And the Buffalo Bills see Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen do what they do best. Um, and then Green Bay, obviously, Aaron Rodgers signed that big extension this offseason. Staying put with the Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, definitely we'll see a lot of talent coming through to Motor City. Miami Dolphins will see Tyree Kill and Tua Tagovailoa doing what they do and um yeah crazy crazy stuff man crazy stuff and then yeah Seattle Seahawks possible chance of seeing Kenneth Walker um so that 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 should be interesting so yeah that's the line schedule you know not gonna get my hopes up I think they can do pretty well if they uh if they use their if they use their um players right if they go in there with the winning attitude win games play smart you know don't give up and just use the players right so yeah got that going on so yeah that's enough for football but yeah the 2022 nfl draft crazy stuff going on Detroit lions like i said i give them a solid b uh, for their draft i think they did a pretty good job you know drafting aiden hutchinson and getting trading up to get jameson williams adding to that wide receiver court that we already have you know josh reynolds uh quintess cephas you got dj chark you got I'm going to say Brown, and now you got Jameson Williams. So uh, Jared Goff has no excuse to throw shitty passes now. <laughs> He's got a lot of weapons. You got uh, DeAndre Swift as well. Um, so, yeah, there's no excuse for um, for uh, Jared Goff to make uh, uh, 
shitty throws. And then he's got Jamal Williams as well. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But like I said, I'm not going to make any predictions yet. It's way too early. We're only in May. Uh, you know, season doesn't start till September. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, solid B. You know, I like how they got Josh Pascal and our defensive end in the second round. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, but lots, lots of Michigan players got drafted too. You know, not only Aiden Hutchinson, but Daxon Hill going to the Bengals, David Ojabo going to the Ravens, Hassan Haskins going to the Titans. So, lots of talent from Michigan getting drafted. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that to piss Chris off because he's he's a Sparty fan, and all you Sparty fans out there, I know you hate me because <laughs> I'm a Michigan fan. But, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. So And then, yeah, Kenneth Walker got drafted by the CLC So, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been 2022 NFL Draft live from Vegas. Two years from uh, from now, 2024, the NFL Draft is coming to the Motor City, the 313, Detroit, Michigan. I'm definitely going to be there. Crazy Chris, you better fly your ass back to Michigan, baby, because we're both going. I'm bringing the signs. We're wearing our T-shirts. We're getting noticed, baby. We're going there. And I'm going to, you know, my brother and his buddies, I'll bring a couple of other buddies. We're going to get a whole group there. Yeah, we're not missing that. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, I'm getting tickets as soon as they come out. I don't care how much they are. We're going. We're <laughs> we're going to witness history, being a part of the NFL draft in 2024. Coming to the Motor City, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great time, I believe. You know, it's two years from now, so we're going to have to wait a little bit. But, you know, snap of a finger, it'll be here before you know it. So, yeah, Crazy Chris, you better get your ass back here. Uh, we're going to that for sure. Like, there's no questions asked. I don't care how much money you have. I'll pay for it. You know, whatever. We're getting a whole group of guys there guys time of the prize apparel t-shirts we got the signs we're getting ourselves ourselves noticed so yeah 2024 nfl draft coming to the motor city should be a good one i can't wait it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy you know and you know how detroit is in their sports they love their football man and i will say that about the detroit lions you know i give them a lot of shit you know you guys have listened to our episodes before you know how I feel about the Lions. You know, I expect good things, and when they perform well, I'm going to tell you how they perform. You know, I'm going to tell you how it is. But having the draft come here in 2024, it's great. We'll see what they can do this season and seasons uh, in the future. But we got we got to focus on this season. I think there's a chance we can be successful. Uh, Brad Holmes, I think he's doing a good job so far. But you know, like I said, don't want to get get my hopes up. We got to see what happens. But uh, yeah, Detroit Lions fans. Some of the greatest fans in the world, and I'm not saying that to be biased, but, you know, it's just the truth. They really love their football. They love the Lions, you know, Sundays. Uh, Ford Field's packed. They're energetic, and, you know, they're trying to find some hope, and I, I'll give them that, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that, but, uh, yeah, can't wait for the NFL draft to come to the Motor City in 2024. It's going to be a good one. So, yep, we got that. Now we're jumping ship. Enough football talk. Enough of that. Uh, I just want to make a quick comment about the Red Wings. Steve Eisman, clean house. So, Mike Border, shout out to him. And then Crazy Chris, Chris Turek, shout out to you guys. I know you guys are big hockey guys. Clearing house, man. He got rid of Jeff Blaschel, an assistant coach, and I think the goaltending coach. He is clean house. He says, he says, screw that, we're, we're going in a new direction, we're starting off fresh, clean slate, we're getting a new coach, we're, 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 getting, we're, we're trying to get back to uh, how the Red Wings used to be back in the 90s and 2000s. So, yeah, clean, ho- clean house, Steve Eisman's not fucking around, um, Jeff Blashill's gone, 
assistant coach and the goaltending coach is gone. So just want to point that out there. That'll be our hockey news for the day. So yeah, shout out to Mike Boers and Crazy Chris. Uh, just want to point that out for you for you guys. I know you guys probably already knew that because you guys are obsessed with hockey. But uh, yeah, let me know how you guys feel about that. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So jumping over to our next topic, we got UFC Fight Night. This Saturday, May 7, 2022, live from the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona, UFC 274. We got Charles Oliveira, the lightweight champion, defending his title against Justin Gaethje. Oh, this one's going to be a slobber. It's going to be a kick-ass fight, man. It's going to be a, it's going to be a crazy one. I mean, you got two fighters who kick ass. You know, take no bullshit, and, and you know it's a lightweight division. It's very stacked. You got a lot of talent in that division right now, so it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a badass fight. You got two badasses competing for the lightweight title. Unfortunately, I'm going to be working all day, so hopefully I'll be home in time to watch the main event. But we'll see what happens. I hope I am because I want. I really want to watch that fight. Um, so yeah, you know Charles Oliveira, champion, defending the title against Justin Gaethje. You know I, I like Gaethje. I really do. Um, you know that guy's a workhorse. I mean he's defeated some of the best uh, in the business. He uh, he destroyed Tony Ferguson. I mean that was just that was a brutal fight. Probably one of the worst fights I ever seen. Just because you know Tony Ferguson took so much punishment and it was just like damn dude. Uh, it, it was just it was sad to see that. But, uh, yeah, he beat him, and then he beat Michael Chandler. That was the greatest fight of 2021. I mean, those two went at it, beat the hell out of each other. You know, there was times where I thought Gaethje was done because Michael Chandler landed some shots, but Gaethje was just coming back with everything he had, and he was able to get the decision uh, victory for that. So, But, yeah, I like Gaethje. I really do. But you know what? Charles Oliveira, I think he's just more smooth. He's, more, he's a unique fighter. I think he finds a way to – Tried to submit Justin Gaethje, you know, Charles Oliveira, very, very unique fighter. You know, he's quick. He can get those submissions in. He can get on your back. You know, he's just, he's an animal, man. So I'm going to pick Charles Oliveira to win this one. He's going to retain the lightweight title after Saturday night in Phoenix, Arizona. It's going to be a good one. I'm going to cheer for both of them because, you know, they're two great fighters. But I like Gaethje, but I'm going with Charles Oliveira. I think he's just more smooth. Uh more unique, and he's going to find a way to, to keep his title. So I got Charles Oliveira beating Justin Gaethje uh, for the lightweight title in the main event. So we got that, and then our next title fight. So, yeah, two title fights on this card, and crazy enough. So our next title fight, we got Rose Namanunez defending her title against Carla Esparza. This one's going to be a good one, I think, as well, the, for the women's strawweight title. I like uh, Thug Rose. I mean, she's a badass. I mean, she's proven it. She's a champ now, so... Um, and then you got Carla, Carla Esparza. She can be, um, she can be very, uh, pretty, in, pretty interesting too, um, with her fighting style. So, yeah, this one I, I gotta go with Thug, Thug Rose. I think she's gonna retain her strawweight title. But yeah, it's gonna be another good one. So yeah, another title fight. But I got uh, Rose Namajunas defeating Carla Esparza. Esparza, sorry. So yeah, our second fight, as I mentioned before, Tony Ferguson. Uh, he's on a uh, three-fight losing streak going up against uh, Michael Chandler, who's on a two-fight losing streak. So, yeah, this fight means a lot for both men. Uh, according to ESPN.com, Tony Ferguson comes in as a plus 320 uh, underdog. So, yeah, if you guys want to place your bets for Tony Ferguson, and you know, I would. I mean, that's, uh, that's some, uh, some crazy-ass odds there. But uh, Michael Chandler, uh, 
you know, he's a beast as well, but he's on a two-fight losing streak. And Tony Ferguson, as I mentioned, he's on a three-fight losing streak. And the thing about Tony Ferguson, you know, leading up to that uh, Justin Gaethje fight, you know, he was he was undefeated. He was undefeated uh, going to that Justin Gaethje fight. You know, he won 12 straight fights in the UFC, 12, 12 straight fights. And he couldn't get a, he couldn't get a uh, title shot with uh, Khabib Namagamadoff. Uh, it just got it just got canceled, you know. Injuries, um, visa issues, everything, everything went wrong uh, for that. So Tony Ferguson had to go up against Justin Gaethje, and like I said uh, earlier, he got destroyed because he was training for a Khabib fight, and Khabib is a wrestler. Justin Gaethje is a wrestler as well, but he doesn't use it a lot. So I don't think Tony Ferguson was really prepared for that fight, and that's why he got destroyed. It's a, like I said, it was a sad. It was a sad situation. It was a sad fight to watch. Um, just too much punishment. And Ferguson, Tony Ferguson, ended up losing that fight against Justin Gaethje. And then a couple months later, he loses to Charles Oliveira. And then, and then a couple months later, he loses to Benel Dariush, another talented uh, USC lightweight. So yeah, he's on a f- three-fight losing streak. So I'm, I want Tony Ferguson to win. I really do. I love Tony Ferguson. He's the man, El Kukoy, you know, the boogeyman. <laughs> Yeah, no shit, man. That guy takes a lot of punishment, but he just keeps moving forward. Um, so, yeah, I'll definitely be cheering for him, but I think Michael Chandler is going to get the W in this one. Um, I just think his wrestling is going to overpower Tony Ferguson, and he's going to, you know, Tony Ferguson's not going to have an answer uh, for that wrestling of Michael Chandler. So I got Michael Chandler winning that one, but I'll be I'll be cheering uh, Tony Ferguson on. Love Tony Ferguson. Michael Chandler, too. I mean, he, he's a great fighter. Um, and I just think his wrestling is going to be the difference maker in that fight. So yeah, I got Michael Chandler beating Tony Ferguson. Uh, but yeah, hopefully that, hopefully, uh, that'll be, uh, another good fight as well. So yeah, let's check, uh, let's check, uh, Michael Chandler's fight record real quick, but yeah, I think he's lost the last two fights. So yeah, like I said, this fight means a lot to both men. Yeah, he's he's lost to Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. So yeah, that's crazy that both men, all four men on this card, Justin Gaethje, Charles Oliveira, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler have all competed against one one another one another at some point. And now Tony Ferguson's going up against Michael Chandler, and then you got Charles Oliveira defending his lightweight title against Justin Gaethje. So yeah, it's gonna be a stacked uh, card, man. That's a good main card there, and then. Um, so yeah, I got Michael Chandler winning that one, uh, but I'll be I'll be rooting for Tony Ferguson. So yeah, you got that, and then Mauricio Shogun Rua still fighting, <laughs> going up against Ovin Saint Peru. So that's gonna be an interesting one. I think uh, Shogun Rua was gonna win that one. So I got that, and then Down Cerrone still fighting <laughs> after all this time. He's still here, going up against Joe Luzon. You know, he's he's been around for a minute as well. And that's your main card there. Um, I got Dallin Cerrone. I'll take Dallin Cerrone to win this one. You know, he's like on a six-fight losing streak, so he's <laughs> he's uh, he's due for a win. So, yeah, I've got Dallin Cerrone there. And then, yeah, you got a couple other prelim fights. Uh, Chaos Williams, Michigan boy, going up against Randy Brown. And then Brandon Roy Vell. I really like his style. Uh, I think he lost his last fight. He's going up against Matt Schnell. Uh, that should be an interesting fight as well. So, yeah, UFC 274 live this Saturday, Saturday night. Uh, main card starts at 10 p.m. The prelims start at 8, and the early prelims start at 6. So, yep, 
get on pay-per-view or some chicken wings, drink some beer, get your buddies over, get the man cave set up, ready to go. We got fight night, 270, UFC 274, Oliveira versus Gaethje for the lightweight title. It's going to be a good one. And then you got Rose Namajunas defending her strawweight title against Carla Esparza. So, yep, and check that out. It's going to be a good one. Like I said, I'm going to be working most of the day Saturday, so hopefully I'll be home in just in time for the main event. Well, it's gonna be a good one, in my opinion. And I hate these, I, I hate these fucking ads, man. I don't care about Limu. Get the hell out of here. I'm trying to do a podcast here, so, <laughs> so yeah, you got that. But uh, yeah, UFC 274. Check it out, man. It's gonna be a good one. Um, and uh, yeah, place your bets for that one as well. See who, who who's gonna win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to play some bets maybe this weekend. See what happens there. But yeah. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a good one, I think. Definitely the uh, best uh, fight card so far, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens this Saturday. So, yep, we got that. And then uh, that's basically it. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me, uh, main guy Zach, the Bryce. Uh, we, uh, I'm here. I'm running solo today. Crazy Chris enjoying his new life in Kansas City. But, yeah, thank you guys so much. I know it's a much it's the much-anticipated episode of Guy's Time with the Bryce. I know we haven't had an episode in a while. Just trying to figure some stuff out. I was on vacation, as I mentioned earlier in the episode. But I'm back. Back to reality. We got to kick some ass. We got to get our shit together. We got to get my shit together, really. But, uh, yeah, we're back. And uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome. You guys are the best fans in the world. Keep supporting us. Keep listening to our episodes. Get your T-shirts as well. We got T-shirts. I will send them to you personally. You know, I got Venmo at Sackbrise if you guys want. Venmo me, lar- uh, smalls, mediums, largest XLs are $25. 2XLs are 27 We got black and yellow. It's 100% con. So don't dry that shit <laughs> in the dryer. Uh, hang dry that shit. Um, or else it's going to shrink. So, uh, yeah, spread the word about Guys Time with the Brides. I'll have another episode uh, come out probably next week, and then maybe I'll have a special guest after that because I met some people before I left. I met them at the Astronomicon in Livonia a couple weeks ago. A lot of great people there, man. And uh, I was passing my uh, cards around, Guys Time with the Brides. And uh, there was a couple people who were actually interested in uh, doing the podcast with me, being a special guest. So, uh, definitely we'll try to get that figured out. And then uh, obviously I'll try have to, I'll have to find a way to get crazy Chris back. Cause I know you guys are missing crazy Chris, uh, try to get his ass back here, um, on the podcast. And then, uh, yeah, we'll just go from there. We'll see what other sports stuff is out there. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah, thank you guys so much. I, I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. It's Monday, May 2nd, 2022 main guy, Zach, the Bryce. I am out. Peace. Take care. I will see you next time. Adios.